0: It is so good to be with you again. Uh, If you don't know me, my name is Adrian, and my hope is that as I share some things from my home, that it brings some encouragement to you in your home. Uh, I'm gonna actually start by telling us a story, a story that might be familiar to some of us, but I still love telling it. A story that isn't about being about lockdown, but rather is about being locked out. Uh, It's a story that involves my family, and it's a story that happened a number of years ago when Uh, Our children were a lot lot younger. They're all under five. And uh, as a family, we've been invited to stay and house sit for some friends uh, in London uh, over the summer and to house sit over a three week period, which is incredibly generous uh, from them and by them. And one evening we kind of decided early evening to kind of go for a walk in the local park and enjoy the sun and enjoy our time there. The kids got to run around and play. And then after about an hour, we're kind of making our way back to the house and suddenly realized that both Lucy and I didn't have the keys. We couldn't find them. They dropped out of one of our pockets somewhere in the park. And however much we retraced our steps, we just could not find the keys. And so, what we decided to do is, to, is we decided that Lucy would stay put with the kids in the park and I would head back to the house and somehow uh, find my way back into the house, blag a way in through a back garden, something like that. And that's a story for another day, but rather I wanna zoom in on Lucy's predicament. You see, Lucy found herself in this park uh, in central London, uh, just entertaining the kids and time went on and as time went on, it grew darker and it grew colder. And suddenly, it started to shower with rain. And quickly that showering of rain became just a torrent of rain. And so she sought shelter under a bridge. And as she was there, kind of huddled with the kids in the cold and the rain, uh, just realized that it was getting to a point where she was going to have to make a move back to the house and hopefully that I would have made the way in and provided a way of comfort and a place to reside. But as she stood there, she just thought if if she goes, she's going to get absolutely soaked. And at that point, someone else who was under the tunnel saw Lucy and started to move towards her. And it was a guy who had, to be honest, all of his possessions in a shopping trolley. And all his possessions, his bottles, his clothes, uh, other stuff they had in were just in bags. And as he went towards Lucy, he just said, I've got what you need, and started to empty out all of the contents of the bags and then started to present the bags like this. To Lucy and the bags were all varying sizes and said, "Like use these bags To fashion like stuff that can cause you to stay dry. And so that's what Lucy did. This guy gave all the bags he had and Lucy then with his help, kind of opened up the bags and put bags over the kids' shoulders so they could like, stay dry. She had bags over her head and I was able to have bags around her and kind of made her way back to the house. And the first thing I knew is I'd, I'd open the front door thinking, how amazing am I? I'd scaled walls and blagged my through, way through uh, next door neighbors' houses in order to get in the house. And then I'm greeted with Lucy and the kids covered in plastic bags. And I'm just thinking like, what is going on here? And in that moment, Lucy then starts to tell the story. And as she tells it, both of us can't help but cry. Because suddenly in that moment, we realized that this guy saw Lucy. He noticed her and the kids. And in noticing them, it caused him to be moved by their situation and to just give what he had in order they benefit from them. See, in that moment, we tasted and saw what kindness truly looks like. And it's that that I want us to just look at in this brief moment now. You see, as we live with uncertainty, as we live kind of in this situation of being locked down, of a pandemic virus that we can't quite see the end of, that Jesus still steps in and reminds us of the wonder of the life that he offers us, even within uncertainty, and how that life is characterized by so many different Uh, elements. And today we're going to look at how it's characterized by kindness. See, God is one who is full of kindness and delights to show kindness. I don't know who you think God is, but, but God is one who says he delights to show us kindness. And actually, when we get to look at who Jesus is, part of how he is described is one who is full of kindness. Now, I may not use the word to say Jesus is kind. It rather is shown through the characteristics of how he was to live and how he then lived. And so we find there's this promise that's spoken of in the account that Matthew writes of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, where it speaks about a promise of what, how Jesus would be characterized like 700 years before by a guy called Isaiah. And in it, what we find in Matthew chapter 12, verse 20, that it records this about who Jesus is. It says that Jesus is one where a bruised reed he will not break and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. You see, Jesus is one who knows how to handle you and knows how to handle me. Jesus is one who sees us in our frailty like a bruised reed or a smouldering wick and and doesn't come in our, our frailty or our brokenness and seek to break us, but rather draws alongside and gently takes care of us. Jesus knows how to handle us. Jesus sees our fragility, but he also understands our value. See, whereas we might see, oh, well, it's just a smoldering wick or a bruised reed. Like Jesus says, no, this is something of value. And that's what he sees in you. It's what he sees in me, he sees even in our most frail moments where we want to hide away from the rest of the world. That who God is, who Jesus is revealed through God is one who sees in that moment as immensely valuable, who longs to meet with us. You see. Kindness is revealed through Jesus. Kindness is revealed through Jesus in the accounts of Jesus' life that you see how he interacts with people. Through the hurting, the broken, the marginalized, those who have forgotten or given up on, that Jesus draws alongside them and shows them dignity and value and brings restoration to their lives. But we see it supremely in Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. where we find there that the kindness that he is able to offer is fully realized where he identifies and sees our brokenness, sees our restlessness, and takes it upon himself on the cross. And then through his resurrection offers us his wholeness instead of our brokenness, his rest instead of our restlessness. In order that we could know his kindness revealed through his cross and resurrection. But the thing is, that kindness isn't just something that's been revealed once for all through his cross and resurrection. It's, it's then characterized in the life that he then offers us. See, it's a kindness that we get to receive daily. See, Jesus longs to come alongside you and come alongside me in our frailty. To come alongside us and say, look, I, I see who you are. It's like Jesus sees us like, with that, that sticker that says, fragile handle with care. And Jesus knows exactly how to handle you. And then how to handle me, because we need to be handled differently. And he comes alongside and handles in, us in a way that allows us to know our value, our dignity. And then the comfort or strength that we need. And boy, have I needed that this last week. I don't know about you. Maybe this is just for me, selfishly, but I'm hoping it's for you as well, that week seven of lockdowns felt hard. And there's just been moments where I've just needed to stop and say, Jesus, I feel frail. I need your kindness. And the amazing thing is, is Jesus rushes in by his spirit to allow me to taste and see his kindness again. But you see, this kindness that we get to know is also a kindness we then get to show. You see, we get this phenomenal privilege of causing others to taste and see the wonder of the kindness we've known through Jesus in order that they begin to get a taste for themselves, in order they then to go and discover the kindness that's to be found in Jesus. See, it causes us to see people differently. It causes us to see people with that sticker of fragile, handle with care. Seeking to see beyond what we're presented, to see the reality of who they are. Um, Mother Teresa said this, um, the quote will come up, she said this, we're to be the living expressions of God's kindness. Kindness in your face, kindness in your eyes, kindness in your smile. I love this quote because sometimes we can think, oh man, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? No, the starting point is how we see people. And as we see people, it can't help but go through our faces that we're able to reveal the kindness of God through a smile, through our eyes, through the way we intently look at someone. But that kindness is also revealed through the way we act, through the words we speak to others, through the actions we take. Let's be those who use this moment, not as a moment to just feel frail and broken, but a moment to receive again afresh Jesus' kindness. And as we receive it, let's be then those that show it. Show it to a world that is in desperate need of it. And let's celebrate the moments of kindness that we see in others because we realize actually that's a moment of causing God's image in humanity to be revealed. And it's good. So as we live with uncertainty, Jesus meets you and me in our reality, in our frailty. And he offers us his kindness. And it is good. A kindness to know personally, a kindness to share with one another, and a kindness to display to the world around. So my prayer is for you, my friends, and for me, that we be those who continuously come, knowing we're a bit like a bruise reed and a smoldering wick, receiving daily afresh the kindness of Jesus in order we offer this world the kindness of Jesus. Amen.